0: Don't read it that he called out in the name of Hashem, but rather that he call, that he made others call out. Malamed, this teaches us Avram Avinu, that Avram Avinu made them read that he made whoever was passing by say Hashem's name. Kate said, How did that work? So after they finished eating and drinking, so they, they got up and they wanted to bless him, Amr Lahem so he said to them did you eat from my stuff you ate from the stuff of the the God of the world so he said praise and give thanks to the one who said that the world should come into existence now we come back to Yehuda so Yehuda saw her and he thought that she was a prostitute because the verse says because she covered her face now, Legemar says, what does this mean? Because she was covering her face, that's why he, sh- he thought that she was a prostitute. Oh, Rabbi Lazar, what does it mean? Rabbi Lazar says, she paneha, kista paneha miha. In general, she was such a tsanuah, she was such a person who was very careful about modesty, especially around her father in law. So, therefore, her father in law simply didn't even recognize her. He had never really seen what she looked like because she was always careful to cover her face. And now she had uncovered her face, so therefore, he thought that she was some kind of prostitute. This we find this is especially appropriate because Rav Shmuel Bar said in the name of Yannason, any woman who is modest in her father-in-law's house, so she merits that she has children who are kings and prophets. How do we know this? We learn it from Tamar, from her, Right, we know that she was very careful about modesty, as we mentioned. So we see that she had prophets come out of her. <laughs> Chazon, the, the vision of Yeshayah, the son of Amots, And we're going to see that Amots was the brother of a king. And, who, and that king was from the house of David. And David came from, all the way from Tamar. So let's see. Malachem, Midavid. And how do we know that she had kings come from her? Obviously, David. Remember Rebi Levi, Davar and Levi said that we have a tradition in our hands, we have from our fathers. Amoits, but Habu, that Amots and Amazia Amots were brothers. And Amazia, as we mentioned, who was the uncle of Yeshaya, so he was from the house of David, he was a king. Now, the Gemara continues. He mutseis. So what the verse says after they found out that Tamar was pregnant, so that she was being brought out to be burned. So now, the Gemara says, it says, He which almost sounds like she was found. He metutates me, by it shouldn't say that she was found, it should say she was taken out. so what does it mean, there's something being found here? So Rabbi Lazar explains, after she found the and the things that Yehuda had given to her, as a, a ravon, as a guarantee, So so this was her proof, these items, these objects, were her proof that Yehuda was the one who impregnated her. So now so she couldn't find them why would happen because Samal took them and she she and he took them away from her but the and Gavriel went and brought them back to her so that's what the verse means he says she was able to find those things that she was she was looking for And that's what the verse says we're going to see what this means soon what is what does this mean rav Yechanan says at the time when she couldn't find those simanim, those objects that Yehuda had left, Nasi's she became like a mute dove. Now leDavid and so what does the pasuk say that leDavid So we make a drasha. She David. David came out of her. She Vitam lakoil. He was an anav. He was humble, and he was also perfect in regards to the way he treated everyone. Another explanation. What's La David? Michtam Shahisa Makosai Tama. The place on a child, which is normally they have to create a wound, which is the bris, the place where a person, the male organ. So Tama, it was perfect. When he was born, so he already had a bris, he didn't have any foreskin. Another explanation. Mechtam. Just like when he was young. So here it's Mach. Again, it's a lesson of humility. Tom. So he was a perfect, humble person. And just like when he was young, he was humble in order to learn from whoever was greater than him in Torah. So too, when he grew up, he was also perfect in his humility when it came to people teaching him Torah. Now, the Gemara goes back to the story of Yehuda and Tamar. So she sent to her father in law as follows. To the one who these belong to, that's who I am pregnant from. So now the Gemara asks, but le'i Mamar, why didn't she say to the messenger, why didn't she say to him to tell him that this is his? So these rabbis said said that A person we learn from here that a person should be quicker to throw himself into a fiery furnace than to embarrass someone in public. So, had we learned this, as we mentioned, we learned this out from Tamar, not because he said, because she said, recognize this. She didn't say, this is yours. She said, maybe you recognize this. He gave over tidings with the word haker to his father. So, So too, he received tidings with the same exact word so he gave over tidings where does it say that na bin so he said to his father recognize if this is the tunic of your son Lumi. so she said to him that was that was the tidings that he received about whose are these items now the word it says is not which means please ein na el lish bachasha whenever we have the word na so it's always a lashon a language of request amar i request of you hakir recognize the face of your creator wal and don't close your eyes from me so the the continues bayak hu he recognized vaymar sad and he said she was more righteous than me of almar afkhan barbiznam shun hasida this is what he said Yosef shekideh shem right? Because the question here is that we need to understand is Why does it say in the pasuk? This is how the marshal explains it. Why does it say Yehuda again? At the beginning of the pasuk it says she sent it to her father-in-law, and the end it says he recognized it. It says Yehuda recognized it. Why does it repeat the word Yehuda? So it's to teach us something very important, and that is that Yosef shekideh shem sir zachav Yosef ois achas So Yosef, so he did something. He sanctified Hashem's name in private, so he merited that they added on a, a letter to his name. From the name of Hashem. As the Apostlech says, sh- The Apostlech says that Yehosef, so Ye- it's referring to Yosef, and it's as on the letter Hey. So Yehuda, <shekidashim>、ya. so, who he sanctified Hashem's name in public, His entire name is Hashem's name with an extra Dalit. So that's why the Apostlech says Yehuda, that his name is Yehuda. It's teaching us that because of this hoida, because of this acquiescence agreement, Therefore he was called Yehuda. Now the Gemara continues and says as follows: Kavan Shahoide, once he admitted, va'amr tzedkamimani, and he said that she is more righteous than I, yotzes of va'amra. A heavenly voice came out and said, "I Tamar, who you saved her and her two children Minhaor from being burnt by fire. Chayach, I swear by your life, shani matso beskhus sheloshabat mibonach going to save three of your sons from fire. Mananu, who are these three sons? Chananya, Mishael, and Azariah, the three prophets that were thrown into the Kivshan Asean to the fire, and they were saved in the skus in the great merit of Yehuda. many. so he said that she was right, she was righteous. Minoyada. How did he know? Perhaps she had gotten pregnant by someone else. So Yatsu Abaskol v'Amra, mi many A heavenly voice came out and said, "It was from me, it was from Hashem, that these hidden things occurred." Then the verse says, Oid So we're going to explain what that means. Amar Shmuel Saba, Shmuel, the elder Shmuel, said, "Chamuah deref Shmuel bar the father-in-law of Rishmul Bar-Ami, he said it, Bar-Ami, said it in the name of his son-in-law. Sheyada, once he realized that she was indeed, she had done it, she had done it for the sake of heaven. So he no longer stayed away from her. But rather he behaved with her as a man and his wife. Ksiv ha-ha, we see that the word Yosaf means to continue. As the verse says, here it says, Here it says, he did not stop. We're translating from being with her. It says elsewhere. There was a great amount of noise, a great sound that didn't stop. Now we're at the two dots, towards the bottom of that, Yurim and we say Avshalom nisgoy Avshalom, he was very prideful about his hair. The Gemara begins Avshalom morad. Avshalom, so he rebelled because of his hair. Shemmer, as the verse says, There was no one as beautiful as So he was a Nazir, and he would only cut his hair once a year. So when he would do that, After many days, he would cut it. It was already upon him, and he would cut it. And the weight of his hair was 200 shekels of the weights of the king. Tano. We learned evin shanchi taveri vanchi tzipori shaykuma. It was this type of stone, a weight, that the people of Tzipori and the people of Taveri would use to to measure with. Lafichach, because he was so proud of his hair, therefore nit lebasarei. Therefore, he was hung by his hair. Shemar, as the verse says, vaikra vashalom ethne David. He called out to the servants of David. Vashalom rechev ala peret. He was he was riding upon the horse. Laeva al peret tachas shovecha Came underneath this big tree. Va, it should be instead of it should be His head was stuck upon the tree. Va'yutan hung between the heavens and the earth. Avar, and the horse that was underneath him left him. Shakal so took out a sword. he wanted to cut himself off. So why didn't he cut himself off? So the bayirishmal said. The ground opened up underneath him, and he saw that if he would fall down, so he would fall into the depths of Gehanim of hell. Now, the Gemara continues. gaz Hamelach. When when David Hamelach found out that his son had died, so he had specifically said that no one should kill him. Vayirgas Hamelach. He got very angry. Vayal al aliyas hashar. He went up to the top of the of the gate. He was crying. V'koi Amar And this is what he says as he was going. Bini avshalom, bini, bini avshalom. My son of shalom, my son, my son of shalom. Mi'iten moisi ani tachtecha. Would that I could give that I should die in your place. Avshalom bini, bini. My son of shalom, my son. Amelach melech laat esponov, and he covered up his face. Vayizak a melech and he called out with a great voice, "Bini avshalom, avshalom, Beni bini." Now, if you count up how many times it says the word "bini," my son, Hani timnia, timnia. Why are there eight? Why does it say eight times, Beni lama"? Shiva, the askei misheva midure The first seven are because he raised them up from the depths of hell what about that 8th one? The purpose of that 8th one was a prayer of David to bring his head back to where his body was that they should be buried together because his head clearly had been cut off. The purpose of that 8th beni was in order to bring Av Shalom into the next world. We'll continue from here in tomorrow's daf.